peace of our Lord be with you. Every three years, on Christ the King Sunday, the lectionary places in the path of the church throughout the world. This morning's gospel lesson from Matthew chapter 25. And every time it rolls back around, it calls to mind James Forbes' unforgettable old observation. Nobody gets into heaven without a letter of reference from the poor. In today's gospel lesson, nobody gets into heaven without a letter of reference from the hungry, the sick, the stranger, the prisoner, the outcast, and the poor. Those who have shown kindness to those who are most in need of help and hope go to eternal life, while those who haven't go to eternal punishment. A salvation by works kind of judgment day which lands at an odd angle on our saved by grace ears but which actually fits the pattern of Matthew's Gospel, where Judgment Day is almost always more about how we lived than what we believed. The Gospel of John is the favorite Gospel of popular evangelical Christianity because in John's gospel, what we believe about Jesus is the critical question on Judgment Day. However, in the other three gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Judgment Day is almost always more about how we lived and what we did than what we believed. Not unlike the four Gospels, the letters of Paul are also home to varied voices concerning the subject of Judgment Day. In Romans 10, 9, for example, it is those who confess that Jesus is Lord who will be saved, putting the salvation decision squarely in our hands. But in Romans 11:32, Paul says that God included all in sin so that God could include all in mercy, putting judgment and salvation back in God's hands. After which, 1 Timothy 4:10 strikes the ultimate and eternal compromise when it says God is the Savior of all people. Romans eleven thirty two. Especially of those who believe. Romans ten nine. 
Then, of course, there is the book of Revelation, where people are excluded from the city of God on Judgment Day because they fail to stand strong in the face of persecution. However, the writer of the book of Revelation is careful to point out that the gates to the city are left open, never to be closed, leaving open the possibility that those originally excluded might eventually be included, especially since Revelation 5.13 envisions an eternity in which all creatures and all people, all creatures and all people, Aardvarks to Anglicans, manatees to Methodists, hippos to Hindus, llamas to Lutherans, all creatures in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea, bass to Baptist, all creatures and people, the whole creation, sing to God forever and ever around the throne. A possibility which Colossians 1.20 anticipates when it says that in the cross of Christ, God was reconciling to God's self the whole creation which Paul also says in 2 Corinthians 5.19. In the cross, God was reconciling the whole creation of every time and place to God's self, which is why every time I drive past that 18-ton, 100-foot-tall cross in front of Barry's all-you-can-eat catfish buffet on Highway 49, I say to myself, too small, too small. Why would anybody put up a cross that little when according to Colossians chapter 1, what happened at the cross was so enormous that it was so effective that it reconciled to God the whole world and every creature and person in it. All of which is to say that when it comes to Judgment Day, the Bible speaks with varied voices, none of which should be taken literally, but all of which should be taken seriously, including this morning's gospel lesson, where no one gets into heaven without a letter of reference from the poor. A judgment day when our eternal destiny will hinge entirely 
on whether or not we have shown kindness to those who are most in need of food and clothing, shelter and safety, hospitality and welcome, friendship, help, and hope. The point of which is that to decide to follow Jesus is to be called to a life of kindness. Or as the poet William Blake said so many years ago, we are put on earth for a little while to learn to bear the beams of love. That is our great calling in this life to learn to let the love which has come down to us go out through us in specific acts of kindness and compassion, feeding the hungry, visiting the prisoner, welcoming the stranger, and giving care to the sick, the sad, the left out, overlooked, marginalized, ostracized, lonely, and alone. Yes, I know how complex and complicated all of that can be and often is. And yes, indeed, we do bump up against the limits not only of what we can do, but of what we should do. So yes, there are a thousand layers of complexity to compassion. But because we are Christians who have decided to follow Christ the King, we don't get to hide beneath or behind any of that. We are called to live lives which are grounded and stretched by what the poet Naomi Nye calls the tender gravity of kindness. We are called to be grounded by and stretched by the tender gravity of kindness. Now, just to be clear, if we are not living that way, if we are not living lives of practical, specific, active kindness and compassion, despite what this morning's gospel lesson says, that will not cause us to go to hell forever on Judgment Day. To say that would be to take literally today's gospel lesson 
which would be as mistaken as taking literally John 3, 16 through 18, or John 14, 6, or any other Bible passage, which appears to say with certainty who will be let in and who will be left out on Judgment Day. We aren't supposed to take any of those passages literally, including this morning's gospel lesson. But we are supposed to take all of those passages seriously, including this morning's gospel lesson. To take today's gospel passage seriously is to know at the deep down center of our soul that every day is judgment day. Each new day, another day when we get to decide all over again whether or not we will live lives of kindness and compassion. Deciding in each new situation and conversation whether we will or will not sit down with and stand up for the same people Jesus would sit down with and stand up for if Jesus was in that situation or conversation. Each new day, another judgment day, when we get to decide all over again that we are going to just make our life a miracle by living each day a life of courage and kindness. Kindness and courage. Letting the love which has come down to us go out through us to whoever is most in need of help and hope. Almost as though when we are doing it to them, we're doing it to Jesus. Almost as if when we don't do it to them, whoever them is. We aren't doing it to Christ the King Himself. Which may be what it means to take this morning's gospel lesson seriously. Amen.
as we come to the close of this hour of worship, we invite you to make important decisions for our Lord and our Lord's church during this time of response.